You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hello, hello, Ambitious Mamas. It is almost New Year here, and the kids are home. They're currently like Spider-Man everything. If you guys have seen the new movie, they are obsessed. And I'm just taking a moment here, perfectly imperfect. There's noise in the background, but I want to go through with you eight things that I think you could leave behind in this year, in 2021, or whenever you're listening to this, to draw a line in the sand or in the snow or in the mud, (laughs) wherever you are, and just say, let's Make a conscious decision to leave this stuff behind because it's keeping you small, okay? I'm speaking to you, the ambitious woman who wants to, who is desiring to, to step into her full potential because you know that you can and it's time. So let's go through these eight things and I'm going to elaborate on them. I just did a fun little reel on Instagram. Maybe that's how you found out about this, or maybe it was through, um, maybe it was through the event that I just did, the workshop Planapalooza. If you did not get access to that, the recording is available. Just go to my website, kristarialba.com, and you can access all of my offerings, including a free uh, checklist for Instagram. So if you're like, what do I do when I post? How do I get the most amount of people seeing my stuff, et cetera? There's a quick checklist there. Without further ado, let's go through eight things to leave behind. Okay. As I'm recording this, we're getting ready for a new year. So let's leave this stuff behind in this year or whenever you listen to this. Okay. Number one is procrastination. All right. Procrastination, I feel is such a blow to our self-esteem because we know we're not showing up for ourselves and there's like this like nagging like should going on and it just really drains our energy so the best advice I have for you for procrastination specifically is the incredibly simple and powerful advice from Mel Robbins and that is the 54321 method the 5 second rule if you don't know it go look up that TED talk Mel Robbins 5 second rule and just those 5 seconds like the countdown from 5 to 1 usually shifts me out of it into like okay like blast off mode and I'll get out of bed I'll do the thing I'll do the hard thing I'll do the thing I don't want to do with 54321 let's go another trick for you Um, if that doesn't work or doesn't work all the time is really asking yourself, what happens if I continually put this off? What happens if I continually put this on the back burner? What eventually, uh, do I have to give up or not experience or what's not going to happen? What goals will I not hit? What will the result be? What is the, uh, even, what am I modeling to my children maybe, right? So finding the, the kind of that motivation of what happens if I don't do this? And oftentimes that's what also gets me moving. It just kind of puts fire under my butt like, oh shit, okay, let's go. I've got this five, four, three, two, one. 
So I know that typically we're really like manifesting the positive, thinking of all the things we're dreaming, but also big old reality check. If we continue to procrastinate, we don't have limitless amount of time, right? So if we're continually put this off, it's draining our energy and we're not spending that energy doing something that is amazing for us, nourishing or productive for the growth of our business, right? All right. Number two is quitting. Quitting, quitting, quitting. Um, How many times have you started something and just not seen it through because you got bored, right? Or it was hard or your ego, which we'll get to, convinced you that uh, it's not really worth it, that kind of thing, Told told yourself a story, right? So of course, there's things that we do need to quit and that could be a very positive word, but I'm talking about those things that you start and you just don't finish, okay? So let's see things through this year, whenever you're starting this new year, this new chapter, let's stop quitting, okay? Um, Sometimes, again, quitting can be a positive thing. There's a really cute little blue book. It's called, it's called, it's called, it's called, it's called The Dip. It's called The Dip and it actually walks you through when to quit. But here's um, a little tip here is that don't ever quit when you are um, like feeling tired, when you're anxious, when you are feeling down. Don't make decisions then because of course you're going to want to quit, especially women. We want to fix things. If we're not experiencing positive feelings, we want to fix something and usually by quitting something, right? All right, moving on so that we have procrastination, we have quitting. Next, we're going to leave behind jealousy. Now, I feel like the word jealousy, oftentimes we like automatically like, nope, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous of no one. No, no, no way. Um, Okay, so let's swap that out with comparison. Okay, comparison is also a form of jealousy, right? Because we're looking at probably another woman and we're thinking, oh man, like if I could only have it together, if I could only look as together, if I could only be as successful or have as many followers or, you know, my children could be better behaved or my house could be nicer or cleaner or whatever it is, right? But that ultimately is jealousy too. We're desiring something that we don't have. So the cure for jealousy or comparisonitis, as I call it, is to see something that you're like, oh, wow, like, look at her. Look at how like she's got her shit together or whatever it is, right? And you're like, what do I love about that? First of all, compliment her. That's a really easy way to kind of settle that ego down. Just compliment her. Wow, like how do you do it? Like what is your number one tip? I love how um, how you always just seem to have everything ready to go for the kids or you know, you're always so well prepared for meetings. What's your tip? What helped you? What helped you become a better public speaker? What helped you become more confident? I'd love to know. So you're giving a compliment that's going to settle your ego down, but also you'll potentially will gather really great information. Now, I could pretty much guarantee it that if you offer this woman a compliment, she's probably going to say something like, no big deal, or, oh, you should see me on another day, or like, she's not, she might not receive the compliment. So that's also another great opportunity to say like, you know what? No, honestly, 
receive this compliment because you're amazing. And when you open your heart to really to give that freely, it's going to be so beautiful for you and it's going to make you feel more abundant and also more confident because you're like, honestly, girl, you've got it going on. Like This is like such a zone of genius for you. I would love to know your number one tip. And she might share... Well, here's what I do. I lay this out before the, you know, the night before, or I love this app or something. So really those are my advice. Uh, that's my advice around jealousy or comparison. All right. Number four, and let's leave behind being inauthentic. Now for so many reasons, obviously it's not good for the soul. Um, but also that just doesn't work anymore, right? Like on social media, like if you're showing up as a, uh, a, a, an influencer, an educator, a creator, whatever you're doing online, um, people don't buy it, right? It's, um, they'll, they, you might look amazing and, and you might be fooling some, but ultimately it's just not engaging, right? So they're not going to be like, oh, I don't believe her. I don't think that's the what's happening. I think they just keep on scrolling because people can feel that inauthenticity. So you're way better off showing up imperfect because you have a much better chance of connecting with people if you share the real, the raw, the relatable, especially as I record this podcast, the couple years that we've been coming out of, just think about it. It's way more real than ever. You know, I, if you guys watched uh, the new Sex in the City, the very first episode, yes, we know, spoiler alert, Mr. Big died. I think, um, everyone knows that by now. I don't think it's a spoiler at this point. Um, but some one little, line that she said that was like, oh my gosh, this is so spot on, is she was talking about the price of the salmon at the market, right? So that just, I think, I don't think that was an accident, obviously, that it was written like that, because I think it really grounded Carrie to be more relatable. Because if she's just running around New York City, you know, in her designer shoes and just free and fabulous, we'd be like, whatever, right? So think about that. So it's not about like, you know, airing your dirty laundry necessarily, but it is like, okay, so here's what I was struggling with and here's where I felt stuck and here's the solution that I found, right? Or maybe you don't have the solution yet. Here's where I'm currently struggling in my business. Does anyone have any resources, experts, podcasts, et cetera, that you can send me? I love your help on this. And I'll also be sharing the best resources that are sent my way, right? So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. In fact, that's what's going to create the engagement. All right, moving on to number five is ego. Now, of course, our ego serves a role, but I love the saying, your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> your ego is not your amigo. So it's true, right? So our ego, it's our job. It's, its job is to keep us small and safe. And the, I think the tricky thing about ego is that it sounds really responsible, do you get that? Like your ego sounds so responsible. Like it's like, no girl, we're going to do this route because this is safe. And this is what, this is where you won't get hurt. And this is the more responsible choice. Um, but, but in fact, um, our ego, it's going to be loud. And that's really, how do you differentiate between your ego and your intuition? 
that's it's what I just said. It's loud. It's it's a very intrusive, loud voice. So if you're not used to listening and tuning in, that's what you want to look for. Your intuition, that inner knowing, that inner guidance, it's more of a whisper, right? So you can tell your ego, thank you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm going to see if there's anything else I need to consider. Sit quietly, okay? Sit quietly. Um, you know, I, I've been talking a little bit about meditation lately, but just simply connect with your breath and just be still and just listen because you know the answer. Your body knows the answer. Your ego is screaming at you. No, don't do that. Scary. Quit. Oh my God. You know, um, so just listen. That's really my best advice for that. And um, I actually had the privilege of being on the phone with the late, great Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I was really struggling with my ego at this time. And it, it was showing up as very fear-mongering. And, uh, and that's what he said. It was like, just listen. And just in order to, to start to quiet down the ego, we have to strengthen our intuition. So you can do that just by, by asking little simple questions like, what should I make for breakfast and listening? Which way should I turn when you're driving? And maybe you always go left, but for some reason it's like, go right. And you're like, okay, right? And it's there's no harm, no foul, right? Like you're like, okay, fine, I'll go right this time. And just start trusting that voice, right? And just be still enough to listen to that voice. And, um, and your ego, hear it, acknowledge it, and then just sit and see if there is a more true um, true truth, truth that, and it feels better. Your, your ego feels like an emergency and then truth just feels comforting. I hope that helps. Okay. So let's leave our ego, our massive ego. And I don't mean being conceited and full of yourself. I mean that, that loud fear mongering voice that's keeping you small. All right. So number six is fear of failure. Here's the thing. We're going to fail. It's part of the road to success. There's no other way around it. We will fail all the time. So we need to just choose to make decisions, hopefully using our intuition, being present with our choices, and then as things do not go as planned, not quitting, as we mentioned in number two, right? Not throwing in the towel, not, you know, being jealous of the person beside us who, who did have success with that way and say, what can I learn so that we can fail forward so that we can use our failures as a beautiful opportunity to say, oh, I guess there's something else. I guess there's another path here, right? And I've trained myself to do this so well that even when I'm doing something as small as uploading a reel to Instagram and it crashes or something like that, I'm like, huh, I guess I was supposed to upload a different one. Or I guess the lesson here is I'm supposed to save it before I press, you know, publish, right? Or before I press post, right? So it's so like, huh, being curious, being interested in those failures for what you can learn and how you can fail forward. So let that fear go. Failure is a great thing because it means you're in motion, <laughs> means you're doing things and trying things. Number seven is past mistakes, okay? 
So this is something we need to let let go because it's going to um, it's going to reflect our future if we if we don't check that right. So maybe you have a habit that keeps on biting you in the butt. So let's let that go. Maybe we just like we said before, we procrastinate. Maybe we quit too early. Maybe we make poor choices because we're feeling jealous, right? So all these things are past mistakes and learnings that we can say, okay, that's that was me. I'm, I'm evolving. I'm growing. I'm going to make the best decisions I can by listening to my intuition. But even if we had a massive mistake, we made a massive mistake, like just like call it what it is. You just totally dropped the ball. That does not define your future, does not define your tomorrow. It does not define your character, right? You can step into the better version of you. Maybe it's more integrity. Maybe it's someone who sees things through more consistently. Maybe it's someone who's more confident, bold, consistent, whatever it is, okay? So maybe someone who's more, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, detail-oriented. Maybe you dropped the ball because you weren't detail-oriented and you learned that, right? It doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that you're not detail-oriented. It means that you learned and that you can be. All right, next up. Last but not least, number eight is thinking small, okay? After what we've all grown through over the last few years, we know that we can't control anything, right? So why not think big, right? We don't have infinite amount of time. We will grow old and things will happen if we are alive and well and able to produce and create and make impact. We may as well go big. We may as well think bigger because why not? In fact, it probably takes the same amount of effort if you just reevaluate what you're focusing your time on. So if you start with the big goal, right? You start with the big goal, then you work backwards. It's probably going to take the same amount of effort, right? It just means how you're allocating your time. You're either fishing for small fish or big fish, right? So you can simply just reevaluate there where you're focusing on what your current offers are in your business, um, your your business strategies, um, your daily tasks that you are prioritizing, all these things. So why not think big? So let's leave thinking small behind. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Um, keep it under 20 minutes. I'm going to aim for that in the future, you guys, unless we have some juicy stuff to go through. Um, but if you wouldn't mind sharing this on Insta, that would be awesome. Share it on your stories. Take a picture, a screenshot right now, post it on your stories, and then I will reshare it and shout you out and uh, check out you what you're doing on Instagram as well. But thank you guys so much for being here. My name is Krista Rialba. I'm here with my 15 years of experience of business coaching and supporting women to be their best, to make a bigger impact, and of course, to make more income because that goes right alongside that because you deserve an absolutely abundant life. All right, we'll talk soon. You've got this.